time to buy, sell, or hold on the sport market. The Stock Market of Sport. Presented by Pastime Sports and Games. They've got a big trade night, Saturday night, November 18th at their new store in Langley. Uh, Check out the information at pastimesports.ca. But if you love collecting, you'll love trading and you know how they're hand in hand. It's such a bread and butter part of the hobby of uh, being a collector. And there's some real big special surprises in store for those attending tonight at the new store in Langley. John Festinger of Chandler Fogden uh, Lyman, Aziz Rajwani of the UBC Sauter School of Business, Langara College School of Management, and Tino Farah in the producer chair, uh, all part of this week's panel. Uh, John, I'll start with you. Are you buying that the Vancouver Canucks are going to continue on a good path, a great path, or stumble coming down the road? Oh, I, I think they're going to continue on a good path. They've got two really important games coming up, one, one against Colorado, one against the Kraken, um, and, uh, you know, sandwiched by a game uh, against San Jose that should be a laugher. Um, but if, if they lose two out of three, that would not be good. If they lose three out of three, that would be shockingly bad. Uh, if they win two out of three, I think that's good. And I think that keeps them, I'm not sure they're a top five NHL team, but I'm pretty sure they're headed to be a top 10 NHL team. Well, and I'll tell you, a top 10 NHL team should be more than enough to get them into the playoffs, get them into the postseason, which, of course, is a big deal in this marketplace. There's so much pent-up demand for that. Outside of the bubble experience in Edmonton, there's been almost zero to cheer for for more than a decade now. And if you want to know how tangible and how palpable the excitement of these Vancouver Canucks is, all you needed to have done is attend the Canucks alumni luncheon yesterday at the Fairmont Hotel Vancouver. I had the privilege of being invited by Peter W. Webster to be at his table, sat with Bill Ranford, who, uh, um, despite not having officially played a game for the Vancouver Canucks, is part of the Canucks alumni and really hails how well organized the Canucks alumni is compared to a lot of other teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, It was just a few feet away uh, from uh, Daniel Sedin, a BC Sports Hall of Famer, and Rick Tockett getting a lot of praise, a lot of people uh, talking to him. And and when you hear Jim Hewson in the highlight of the whole session, which was the broadcasting legends of Jim Robson, Jim Hewson, John Shorthouse, and Tom Larshide, uh, literally just telling stories uh, uh, chaired by Joey Kenward of Sportsnet 650, uh, Jim Hewson said it all. He said when the team is losing, he would hear walking the dog in the, in Crescent Beach. But now he's, he's hearing and being given credit <laughs> for the fact that the Canucks are winning. The, the pent-up demand around a winning team, this marketplace is ready to explode if the Canucks can get past American Thanksgiving being in this in this good position. Because then you can start looking at the fact that the math is in their favor. Well, I just mentioned three more games. That takes them to 20 games. You know, the orthodoxy is once you're at 20 games, that is generally more than generally as your season will go. So that's why I'm focusing in on what the next three look like. Aziz Rajwani, the UBC Sauter School of Business, Langara College School. 
and to Aziz. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks go into the weekend at 25 points. Uh, their number three best record overall in the National Hockey League behind only the Vegas Golden Knights in their own Pacific Division and the Boston Bruins in the uh, Atlantic uh, Division. Are you buying that they're the, a top three team, a top 10, or is there a stumble in the works that you're concerned about? I'm going to go with top 10, not top three. Uh, obviously, I've been saying it consistently since, uh, you know, we started on Thanksgiving Day on Sportsnet that they'll definitely make the playoffs. And with 25 points already, I've always made that projection to be 95 points and they get to the playoffs. Well, they've got 65 games, I think, left. And uh, all they need is, you know, 25. They're already there. They need 60 points. Sorry, not 60 points, 70 points, 65 games left. So they got a bat a little bit, quote unquote, above 500 and they'll do it. And, but I don't think they'll be, I think they'll be doing better. And I think what's been instilled in them is this desire to win and not just the desire to win, but the desire to play as a team. Each of the six people out there, you do your job. Here's your job. Do it. Do it well. Short shifts. Don't stay on there too long. Play as a team. And that's exactly what they've been doing. And, you know, it, it brings me back to, you know, Coach, Coach K's words. You know, I tell my, my players, two, can, two is better than one as long as two can play as one. And it seems to me that the Canucks, six of them each time are playing as one, and that's what it's going to take. And if they consistently keep doing that, I think we'll be very, very proud at the end of the season. Aziz, it sounds like you think that they're a divisional team, not a wildcard team. Yes. Yeah, they're not a wildcard team. They'll do, they'll do better than 95 They'll definitely get to 100, in my opinion. But, you know, it's not just how they start. It's how you finish and you play throughout. They're going to go through difficult times. They're going through some injuries right now, et cetera. And that's when you have to play really well. And if you do the camaraderie in the locker room, the culture, all those kinds of things, this is where that character makes a difference. Tino Ferrer and the producer's chair, outside of being relieved that we got through one round of buy and sell without Aziz singing, what are you buying that the Vancouver Canucks are? Top three, top 10, or south of that? Uh, I mean, I would say top 10, and that's an incredible thing considering how things have been for the last you know decade or so. I think everybody should be happy. I think everyone should be ecstatic that we're even being considered a top 10 team at this stage of what people were calling a retool, a rebuild, like whatever. If we do happen to make it to a top three, like the message from me to everybody right now would just be enjoy the ride while we have it. More buy and sell next right here on the sport market. We're reading, debating the bulls and bears of sport business on Sportsnet 650 at Radio Network. You're listening to the sport market. Once again, here's your host, Tom Mayonect. Here's Lafferty behind the Calgary net. Brings it out the right wing side. Bottom of the circle to the line for Myers. Long shot. Tip. They score. Niels Hoaglander in the slot. Deflects it off the crossbar and in. And the Canucks get back to within two. Hoaglander makes it 4-2 to two with his fourth of the season. That call, of course, courtesy of Brendan Batchelor of Sportsnet 650 Vancouver and the Sportsnet Canucks Network here in British Columbia. And despite that loss, 
to the Calgary Flames. The Vancouver Canucks go into the weekend with the third best record overall in the entire National Hockey League behind only the Vegas Golden Knights from their own Pacific Division. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights go into the weekend with 27 points. Boston Bruins from the Eastern Conference, the Atlantic Division, are at 26 points. And the Canucks, 12-4-1 at 25 points. Um, Upcoming opponents, of course, Seattle Kraken, Colorado uh, Avalanche, both of them very, very meaningful games. This is Buy and Sell. Presented by Pastime Sports and Games. Big trade night on Saturday night at the new Langley location of Pastime Sports and Games. For more information, go to pastimesports.ca or make your, make your way over to the Langley Event Center, which is the site of the Western Canada Collectibles Experience this weekend. And of course, Pastime Sports and Games has a prominent booth there. Our panel, our buy and sell panel, John Festinger, Aziz Rajwani, Tino Farah and myself, we're happy to have you along for the ride. Round two of buy and sell. We've talked about the Canucks being top three, top 10, or somewhere south of that. The consensus is they're uh, somewhere between top three and top 10. They're in that range, uh, looking to be a divisional team, not necessarily a wildcard team. And that leads to our second round. Uh, John Festinger. How many Canadian teams are you buying make the Stanley Cup playoffs? Keeping in mind that if the playoffs began today, you'd have three of the seven Canadian-based teams, Toronto in a divisional spot in the Eastern Conference, the unheralded Winnipeg Jets in a divisional spot in the Central Division and the Western Conference, and of course the Vancouver Canucks. Does it stay at those three making it, and is that as good as it gets, or do the rejuvenated Calgary Flames and Edmonton others get into the fray i'm gonna say both calgary and edmonton i have way more confidence in edmonton making it we keep talking about calgary is rejuvenated i don't think i think as soon as the going gets tough jacob markstrom has a tendency to fold um so i'm i'm not sure that they're gonna make it all the way but let's say five so John Festinger is suggesting there'll be five of seven Canadian teams. And of course, my over under on this has been the same for years now. If you get four of the seven Canadian based teams into the playoffs, you're giving enough for rights holders like Sportsnet on television and radio and others to work with. Uh, three and south of that is slim pickings from a Canadian perspective. Of course, five is an abundance uh, and and would be terrific. Of course, I'm the kind of guy I'd love to see all seven Canadian teams make the Stanley Cup playoffs. Aziz Orjwani, uh, how many Canadian teams are you buying make this year's Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with four, with Edmonton being in there as well. Now, obviously, Winnipeg seems to be punching above their weight at present, and hopefully that will continue. And Calgary seems to be punching below their weight, uh, you know. And it, to me, it seems like that's gonna continue. But I think the Oilers make it, so so I think four out of seven is still a majority, and majority of Canadian teams making it. That would be good. And you know, when it happens, because. Canadians are in sort of a rebuild, uh, maybe two years down the road, they're in the playoffs. Then we can hopefully talk about consistently having five Canadian teams in the playoffs. And that would obviously be great for rights holders 
and broadcast partners across the country. You know, the Winnipeg Jets are unbelievably under the radar here. Uh, everybody's talking about the disappointing Oilers start and the impressive Canucks start. Not enough people are talking about the start that the Winnipeg Jets have gotten off to. And if they can get consistently good goaltending from Connor Hellebuck, uh, they should be able to translate that for the uh, long term. Uh, John Festinger, uh, you were going to weigh in before we heard from Tino Ferrer in the producer's chair. Well, just one other team. Um, and I'm going to stick with my five because I don't think we should count out Ottawa. Exactly. I, I think Ottawa has. So I, I probably like Ottawa better than Calgary, but I'm going to go Ottawa or Calgary as the fifth team. Uh, Ottawa is improving. They've had adversity. Really not far behind the wild card. Uh, John Fester, of course, will be announced next week as uh, the general manager of the Ottawa Senators replacing Pierre Dorian, reporting to Steve Steos. Uh, Tino Farah and the producer's chair, how many are you buying out of, this, out of the group of seven Canadian-based teams? How many of them make this year's playoffs? Yeah, I'm going to go with four. I think Vancouver and Toronto are locks right now. I'm glad that you guys brought up Winnipeg because I think that a lot of people are sleeping on them, and I do think that they're in it for the long run. They're, just, they're a team that everybody seems to doubt year after year, but they consistently just find a way to get it done. And I do think that Edmonton is going to right the ship with this newfound, I don't know, positivity on their side now, a new coach. Maybe they're a little bit rejuvenated. I think Calgary's out. And uh, sorry, John, but I I have no faith in Ottawa. You know, I'm going to be much more like Tino Farah than I am John Festinger or Aziz Rajwani on this simply because I, I do believe the Leafs, the Jets, and the Canucks are on their way to divisional playoff berths. I also feel that the Edmonton Oilers, given the talent, the sheer offensive talent that they have, uh, most notably uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, they make the playoffs as a wild card despite their horrendous start. They're now up to 5-9-1. and one. I mean, that's not a Stanley Cup uh, a contending team, but... They've won three straight. They've made the coaching change. Let's see how long that 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 bump, the knoblock bump, so to speak, lasts. But I would add the Oilers to make it four of seven Canadian teams. I just don't think uh, the uh, Ottawa Senators uh, have enough depth this year. They're going to continue to get better. Brady Kachuk is an absolute wonder. Um, Stutzel and others are really great young talents, but not this year. Uh, guys, uh, round three of Buy and Sell presented by Pastime Sports and Games. If you want more information on the big trade night, Saturday night at the new Langley location of Pastime Sports and Games, just check out the website at pastimesports.ca. Some special surprises in store tonight that you just don't want to miss if you're a collector in the hobby. Uh, John Festinger, who are you buying to win the 110th Grey Cup this weekend in Hamilton? Uh, the Montreal Alouettes just have to go Al's go, uh, brings back wonderful memories. So I don't care about the realities of the teams. I care about the Alouettes. Uh, what what I care about is also admitting where I was so badly wrong. Uh, I mean, I wasn't wrong in saying that 
the Leos needed um, uh, Vernon Adams Jr. to have the same kind of game that he had against the Calgary Stampeders, but it just wasn't enough. And Oliveira and uh, Caleros were just dynamos for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're in their fourth consecutive Grey Cup championship game. Aziz Rajwani, are you buying Bombers or Alouettes? Um, I'm going to go with the with the Bombers, but I just want to go through a little bit of history. Um, you know, Montreal hasn't been there since uh, 2010. Uh, you know, 2008, I was at the Great Cup. You were too in Montreal. 2009, we were in Calgary, and you know, what do they say in French? Plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. Meaning, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, Saskatchewan would have won it except Montreal got a second field goal attempt because there were 13 men. Just happened to the Bills this Monday. They had 12 men because it's the NFL. And these things happened, but Montreal was there three years in a row. Eight, nine, ten. Nine Calgary, ten Edmonton. Winnipeg Blue Bombers have made four in a row. Great Cups. They've won two. Lost last year to the Argonauts. But I just think they're too, too, uh, too talented a team to lose to the Alouettes. I would like the Alouettes to win, but I think I'm going to put my money on the Blue Bombers. Yeah, I'm going to say once bitten, twice shy. I bought against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I bought in favor of the BC Lions. I, I was a, a fully certified homer in terms of that prediction. I'm not going to go against the Bombers a second consecutive week. Uh, I'm calling for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, to win their third uh, Grey Cup uh, in this uh, rendition of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And certainly they're one of the best organizations both on and off the field in the CFL. Tino Farah in the producer's chair, who are you buying as winners of the 110th Grey Cup? My heart is telling me Montreal. My brain is telling me Winnipeg. Uh, I, last weekend, like you, I listened to my heart and uh, was rooting for the BC Lions. So I don't think I can bet against the Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers. Last round, guys, of Buy and Sell presented by Pastime Sports and Games. Their locations include the new store in Langley, site of tonight's big trade night, uh, Burnaby Metro Town, Tawasson Mills, and also Guildford Town Centre in Surrey off the 152nd Street exit off Highway Trans-Canada Highway number 1. And the quick final round is this. Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams, very important NFC West Division uh, playoff. Uh, John Festinger, are you buying Geno Smith and the uh, uh, Seahawks makeup for that horrendous season opener, or do the Rams have the Seahawks number? Um, I would love to say that make up for it. I just don't think it's realistic. I think you have to see it as it is, even though I picked the Alouettes. Um, and I'm going to go with the Rams, I'm afraid. Aziz Rajwani, are you buying Rams or Seahawks? Oh, I'm definitely going Seahawks this time. I mean, you know, Matthew Stafford, we don't know what his injury status is and how, how well he's feeling. But still, I need the Seahawks. They had a little down week two weeks ago. Uh, last week uh, they're better, and I think they'll continue on that on that trajectory this this week. Tino Ferrer in the producer's chair. Momentum, baby, go Hawks! <laughs> There's not a lot of momentum, but yeah, well, you know we they only need a little they, bit. It, what, what momentum? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know what uh, I. 
My my heart says Seahawks. My brain says that Matthew Stafford and the Rams wind up pulling it out here. Uh, I I hope I'm uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's a close win by the Seahawks. But uh, there just hasn't been enough consistency. Yes, that impressive comeback at the end uh, by uh, Geno Smith uh, uh, sort of put him back in a lot of fans' uh, good books. But uh, I I'm just not convinced in a matchup against Matthew Stafford uh, that he does the job. That is Buy and Sell, presented by Pastime Sports and Games. Big shout out and thank you to John Festinger of Chandler, Fogden, Lyman, also the UBC Law School and uh, TRU in Kamloops, B.C., also to Aziz Rajwani, UBC Sada School of Business, Langara College School of Management, and Tino Farah in the producer's chair. Thanks for everything you guys do for the sport market.